Hey guys, I'm Katie. And I'm Alexis, and this is the Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. Happy Memorial Day, everybody. Earlier, oh, yeah. Alexis asked me if we were uploading on Memorial Day as if we take <laughs> any holidays off. Nope. <laughs> as well, if we actually, didn't we, one time we upload took on Christmas. Christmas Eve. We took Christmas off last year. We need to, like, be better about, like, actually planning when we're taking time off. We always just wait till we're, like, going so crazy that we can't, like, even see straight. And we're like, guys, we will not be uploading today. Um, we are. We, we uh, uh, anyway, sorry. Um, but, but, okay, I'm going to be good today before we get into um, yes. chatting about things that nobody gives a shit about. Um, today we had Christine from um, – Flourish Planner on. She has a digital planner company. She makes the digital planners herself um, and she creates a lot of content um, on social media, obviously to promote her planners, but um, through that, she creates a lot of like lifestyle and productivity content. So we kind of chatted about all things like, you know, her process of creating planners as well as kind of the toxicity and like culture on social media um, and the, yeah, and the effects of like being a lifestyle content creator um, who's also like marketing a business and kind of how um that affects your just like intrudes into your life and affects like your mental Disruption, health as well as, kind like, of produ- yeah as, as as well as productivity so that is what we chit-chatted about um she was very sweet and fun and mm-hmm. you guys will really enjoy it but now we got to come up with what bullshit to talk about before because we know that you guys that's what you really come here for is whatever <laughs> bullshit we come up with on well, that day um i am getting excited and now nervous about the fact that I leave in less than two weeks because... You leave in, like, pretty much, like, a week. Yep. Not really, but... Yep. Like, kind I'm of like, your girl's bronchitis ain't gone. <laughs> so I'm getting kind of, like, worried. But I'm also, like, fine. Like, I'm not, but I'm also, like, okay. So... Yeah, you leave a week from when this episode comes out. So um, if you guys want to DM us or leave a comment on anything or just contact us in some way and let us know what kind of episodes you want to hear us record when we're together, um, we will definitely be. We already have one guest episode that we're recording when we're together, which is super fun. We've never recorded a guest episode in person. Mm -hmm. So we're very excited about that. We have a branding photo shoot we're doing, which Mm -hmm. I don't know if we've said that yet. I think. On the podcast? I think maybe we have. I don't know. I know Um, we just, I think. Was it today that we confirmed where we were going to be doing it? Yeah, so we confirmed the location. We have... I sent you a picture yesterday of one of the props that came in. I don't know if you saw oh, it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's... Spoiler alert. It's some, like, drinkware of some sort. I what? just realized... I can't say that word. Um, I just realized I never ordered the other prop that we were going to have. And it's now... I can't even remember what it is. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if we can figure that out. For everybody yeah. who's listening and is like, what are you talking about? Um, it was something that's very personalized that we just did not order. Yeah. But we're super excited. Um, I think you guys are really going to like the content. We're trying to be, like, creative. And I was actually talking to somebody yesterday. Um, and we've done a whole episode before on branding shoots and kind of, like, you know, just the process behind them. If you want to go back and listen to that, it was a good episode. But I was talking to somebody about how we don't want it to just be, like, like look like all we are as podcasters like we want it to be more like lifestyle based and like mm-hmm. kind of just like a, a lifestyle shoot rather than like a podcast shoot so I'm really excited for you guys to see the content so if you don't follow us on Instagram or TikTok um definitely follow us on there to see some like behind the scenes and then the photos whenever we get them yeah you will but. not see us with 
microphones with podcast microphones. <laughs> no, the girl, the, so there's a girl who um, we're working with for jewelry for the shoot. Um, she's amazing. You guys are really going to love her stuff, but we'll tag her on socials when we share. Um, she was like, why aren't y'all doing microphones? Like, that seems so weird to me. And I was like, first of all, our microphones aren't cute. But second of all, we don't want to be like in your face podcast right. vibes. Um, which I guess is an interesting choice on our part. We're just like not like other <laughs> girls. Do you know what I mean? Which like is so unique. We are literally so unique. Yeah. It's literally never been seen before what we're doing. Something's like literally. Our... It's like literally trending right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally just TikTok. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for you to come. Mm-hmm. We really haven't seen each other in person. Well, we've only seen each other in person once, once in our entire lives. <laughs> but it's been like nine months yeah it has been nine months yeah it has no but I was thinking about it also is that like you're like we have the type of friendship that like I don't feel like I've met you once I know you know I've talked to people about this a lot something the people that this interests the most is anybody I start like talking to like boys Mm. um like anybody I start talking to in that kind of sense they're like where did you meet this person? Because, like, all my friends at this point, like, already know. Like, they know who you yeah. are. So, like, yeah. I'm never explaining it. But people are fascinated by that idea. But I'm, like, it's like a long-distance relationship. Like, we keep up right. with each other really well and, like, purposefully right. because it's not like with, like, your high school friends when you go to college. Because, right. you know, where you can, like, pick up where you left off. For us, not only do we work together, but, like, if we didn't text all the time, we would never talk. Like Yeah, literally. Like, <laughs> literally. like we will never just, yeah. like, run into each other or, like – be right. in the same city like we have to right. be really purposeful or about just it. like so casually like, hang out like it <laughs> yeah like we'll we literally talk all never the happen. time yeah. yeah um so it doesn't like even before we met to me it, it didn't feel like we'd never met no absolutely not but yeah I'm so excited especially to go to you know the cheesecake factory Dairy Queen you know it'll be <laughs> a good experience <laughs> The two um, most popular restaurants in Louisiana. You know, if Louisiana is known for two things, it's It's definitely those. It's definitely those two. Um, Yeah, I actually, I've been texting Alexis for like weeks and being like, I need to plan the trip, I need to plan the trip, I need to plan the trip. And it's not like we need to plan every minute, but I do want to make a list of places that I want to bring her because I have such a bad habit of like, just, I'm sure everybody's like this, like. For example, if you're trying to decide somewhere to go eat and you want to go somewhere fun, but then you just keep going to the same places over and over again because that's what you know. I'm trying to, like, come up with, like, ways to make it, like, fun for me to, like, be a tourist in my own city, you know? Because I've literally, like, I lived here for 18 years and then now I've lived here for almost another year. So that's a total of, like, 19 of my 23 years. That's pretty much what I did when you came to visit me. But I, like, we didn't have as much time when you were here. So we didn't hit everything, which is fine because you'll literally be back. But... Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it, I literally, I Googled like things to do as a tourist in Vermont and that was really helpful. Like I, it was things that I'd like all of them I had like done before, but I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. But I was, um, I was like McLean. Um, I don't know if, if the people listening would recognize the name McLean, but McLean is my best friend from college. Um, and I lived with her for two years, like my junior and my senior year. Um, but she just will randomly text me and she's like thinking about Alexis coming to Louisiana, like cackling about Alexis coming to Louisiana because I know that you're just like, I don't know what you expect, but I know that it's not what it's going to be like the same way that Vermont was not what I expected. Yeah. Um, and I think you're expecting like a lot more country, like, no, I don't think, 
No. I, the good thing is, like, because of my dad, like, I don't have experience. I mean, I lived in Virginia for, like, a little, like, the tiniest little blip of time. But mm-hmm. um, because of my dad, I've gone to such, like, random places in the world. Yeah. So, like, I have a general concept, but it definitely, I'm, expe- I think... The biggest thing is, like, I'm expecting it to be different than what I expect. So, like, I'm almost not expecting anything because I just know that I Super don't. meta. I have no expectations because no I'm expecting the unexpected. Yeah. Except I feel like I know exactly what your apartment will look like because I it's feel like super, I just like, see it all the time. It's so, like, super. Like, there's no... There's... If you've seen it, you've seen it. Like, it's not... There's yeah. not much to be left to the imagination. Right. Um... But, oh, I'm actually, okay, I'm actually going to, like, add, like, a segment of the week in right now, and I didn't tell you I was going to do oh. this. Um, so I'm super excited about it, and I, am, <laughs> we're going to do it. <laughs> I would like to start doing a recommendation of the week, and it can literally be anything, like, something you've been loving that week. I would like to start doing that, and okay. we're going to start doing it right now, and okay. I can start. Yeah, please do. All right. My recommendation of the week, I actually have two things. I have a show, and I have a product. So my product is the Summer Fridays Lip Butter Balm, I think is what it's called. Um, that stuff smells so good. All, all day, i just be putting that on. It smells like vanilla. Um, it is so good. I used to use the Laneige Lip Sleeping Mask, which anybody who's like a girly into the like mm-hmm. recommendations TikTok Skincare, or anything, yeah. like it's, it's a pretty popular product. And I ran out of it and I was like, you know what? The Summer Fridays one is never in stock and I've been wanting to try it. So I ordered it and it is just amazing. The applicator on it is amazing. The lip balm is amazing. It smells so good. I get recommendations or I get compliments on how I smell after I put it on all the Mm. time. And it's a lip balm. It's amazing. Anyway, and then my show recommendation of the week. You guys know the famous segment. Is this what you were talking about? It's not because the show that I'm watching right now is actually really sad. Well, do you know what? I will will say this one. Trigger warning. um, Suicide. Mental health like all of that kind of stuff for this show mm-hmm. but it's called the girl from Plainville and it's about that case of the girl who um this isn't a spoiler because I'm pretty sure everybody I think it's in the show description but she actually like went to jail for um like pressuring her boyfriend into like oh yeah taking mm-hmm. his own life yeah yeah um so even if you like I followed that case pretty um closely I'm like I've always been really um in tune with like things like that that's just, like, one of the causes that I really care about. But I watched that case pretty closely and read all about it. But the show's still really interesting. The acting's very good. I actually got the recommendation from another podcast that I listened to. Um, and I started it this week, and I've just, like, been binging it. It's a really interesting take because it's a real story, but it's, like, it it's filmed like a – it's not filmed like a documentary or a docuseries. It's filmed mm-hmm. like a drama show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it, it's really interesting and really good. But – I hope that you're ready for your recommendations of the week that I didn't prep you for. Yeah, not at all. Um, show <laughs> that I have recently been watching has been um, Superstore, which is absolutely a show that I never thought I would get into. But Austin and I are on the last season, and I absolutely love it. Um, it's not like it's not a show that I would be like. If someone was like, "What are your top ten shows?" By far, it would not be on there. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely but it's like good. it's definitely good, and it's like. A very easy watch 
Mm-hmm. Like, Austin and I will put it on while we're, like, eating dinner. And, like, if he's yeah, talking like to me. Yeah, like a turn on like, in the background. Turn on in the situation. background. Like, yeah. I still want to, like, pay attention. But also, if Austin's talking to me, I'm not going to be like, hey, shut up. Yeah, um, like, rewind. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Um, but, no, I've really been liking that. Also, um, Jonah, the guy, the main character, like, one of the main characters is, like, literally my dream man. He's been in a couple other... Um, he's been in a couple other shows that I have watched um and Austin even there's an episode where he was wearing a tux and literally Austin goes hot damn he's like oh my god (laughs) yeah oh my god um but so then product (laughs) um your antibiotics (laughs) actually I don't because I took one week of amoxicillin and that shit did not work so now i'm on the z-pack that's apparently gonna wipe me out um, yeah it did it did my z-packs yeah anytime i do z-packs they wipe me out they make me like feel like so crazy like they yeah. make you feel like when you're sitting there like you're literally losing your mind yeah oh um, god and i was planning on taking i'm not gonna do this because i purposely didn't want to take the z-pack um today because we were recording and i didn't want to be like Sorry to be gross, but I don't want to be run into the toilet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But um, I'm going to take it tomorrow. And I was planning on taking a Celsius tomorrow because I had a... um, No. no. I have a project due Sunday, a final. And I was going to, like, work on it. No, absolutely not. Um, (laughs) But my product (laughs) is not even really... It's food. But at Chipotle, they have a new chicken. It's really good. Oh, is it good? Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. I've heard really good things about it. Mm-hmm. I We only have, like, one Chipotle, and it's on LSU's campus. And so it's kind of, like, a pain in the ass to go to. So mm-hmm. I don't really go very often because um, we have another similar chain, and they're, like, all around, like, close mm-hmm. to my house. But I need to try the new chicken. I get, like, the ads for it in my, like, Hulu. Yeah, it's really good. Usually I get steak, and I was really, like, um, my friend Nick, like, recommended it to Austin and I, and I was really afraid that I was going to get, like, that and not steak, and I would be really disappointed but I would say it's definitely on par with how good the steak is. So, well, amazing. Yeah. Well, now that we've done our favorite new segment, everyone's favorite <laughs> segment that they wait every week for, um, recommendations of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, though, let us know if you want us to keep doing that. I feel like that's fun. Um, but I guess we should go ahead and get into the episode. So we will talk to you guys in about four seconds when we talk to Christine. Hi, Christine. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Um, Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for anybody who's listening and might not know about you and your business. Okay. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm Christine, and my business is Flourish Planner. Um, So basically, I design and sell digital planners and products that you can use on your iPad. And I also just show regular kind of lifestyle motivation, how you can get the most use out of your planner, as well as I mix in some different tech tips in there as well. So a few different things, but yeah, excited to talk with you guys today. Yeah, I'm so obsessed with your page. Anyone that has listened to the podcast for like two seconds knows that I'm obsessed with planning and like productivity and stuff. So I'm really excited that you're on today. Um, But so have you always been like into planning and like how did that kind of process start of getting into the planning community? Yeah, I've definitely always been a big planner. Like ever since I was young, I would plan out like my elementary school homework, like we had agendas and Mm -hmm. everything. And I've just been doing it ever since then. But it wasn't until I think like college that I started using my planner as more than just planning out like schoolwork and my work Mm -hmm. schedule. I kind of started to plan out things like 
workouts or just different self-care things that I wanted to do and using my planner as kind of a way to make sure I have time to do all of the things that I want to do rather than just planning out all of these things that I felt like I had to do. Right. So, yeah. I need I need to get better about that. I am a Flourish Planner user personally, and it has helped me. Um, but I just always feel like for some reason it's a waste of my time to plan out anything that's not like things that I have to do, but that's not really true because that's a very good point about making time for um, things that, like ma- making sure you have time for everything you want to do. But um, I guess, you know, you just explained kind of how you got into planning, but when did you start creating planners? Um, and like, did that process start just making them for yourself? And then kind of what was the process of monetizing them as well? Yeah, I I had never thought about really making my own planner, but I was a person who like I would buy a new planner like three or four times a year, not even because <laughs> I didn't like the planner I had, but just because I wanted a different a setup one. and I just, yeah, I just needed a refresh, you know, and sometimes yeah. like writing out your day in a different way can make you feel, I don't know, a little bit more inspired. Excited. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I never really thought about it. I got my first iPad um, in like 2019 and I got it with the intention to work on digital art and design and to start to learn mm-hmm. design. Cause it was something I was really interested in. And I saw all these cool things people were doing with the iPad and I came across digital planning and same thing. Like I bought a few and was using a couple different ones. And then I, I don't even really know what led to the thought. I was just like, maybe I could do this. I feel like I've always mm-hmm. kind of had that business mindset. I've done tons of different side hustles in the past. So it was kind of like a natural thing for me to be like, well, maybe I could try to do this myself. And then I kind of just went down the rabbit hole, really loved designing them, loved using it. And then slowly just started to build the Flourish Planner brand from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel was- like so many, I feel like so many people started with iPads and like yeah. doing creative things time, literally like in 2019. Yeah. Like, that's when Katie yes. and I both <laughs> started. Yeah. So I think funny. iPads got popular, but I think, okay, so something that I hear a lot from inside of my brain as well as from other people is like with planning, like there's certain people who are so like hard and fast, like planning on paper um, and like won't even try out digital. But I mean, I know the benefits of a digital planner, but why don't you kind of speak to like some of the, the things that you like better about digital planning rather than like planning on paper? Yeah. I mean, I hear them because like at first, like whenever I first started trying digital planning, I like hated how my handwriting looked. And I just (laughs) thought it was like, I just, I couldn't make the switch either. I was like, well, maybe, you know, maybe someday or I don't know. I just, I couldn't get, I couldn't find like a system I really liked. But um, Mm -hmm. once I got the hang of it and like I started, like you said, realizing some of the benefits, which is just you can, you know, switch things out whenever you want. You don't have to erase things. It's way more minimalist. You don't have all of these different planners and notebooks everywhere. You can have all of the colors in the universe that you want at your fingertips, Mm -hmm. all these different highlighters, everything. You can, you know, use Pinterest to like decorate your spreads, which I love doing because it's just fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, you can just edit it forever and you can make your own templates if you want. And just as I started using it more, I was like, this is the way to go. I can't go back. (laughs) And, you know, Mm -hmm, there's so many, there's so many different apps too now that you can kind of try out different ones and find out which, you know, UI you like best and, Mm -hmm. you know, 
so many different planners out there as well. But yeah, there's so many benefits to having everything being digital and you can take it on the go on your phone, Mm -hmm. um, on your laptop, you know, you just have it everywhere. So Mm -hmm. that has been super helpful for me. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And for me, at least, like, it's difficult sometimes when, because I'm definitely, like, a physical planner girl, but I also have, like, I don't know, Katie and I have Notion for the podcast, and then we have, like, Slack and, like, like all this different stuff, like, for work, and yeah. then I have my personal stuff, Google Sites. So, like, I don't know, having, like, a digital planner that has everything in one space, because I just know that for myself, sometimes with having stuff in physical form and then some stuff mm-hmm. online, like, mm-hmm. I don't know where stuff is, and, like, in reality, I do know what's going on, but sometimes <laughs> I truly do not know what's going on. Oh, yeah. Um, so I feel like that's a, a benefit of uh, not – I was about to say physical planners – digital planners um so I'm really interested in like what is the process you said that you do on your iPad um like what is the process of designing planners digitally yeah I mean I think I first started with designing them on my iPad like I literally drew it out in Procreate but now I use Adobe um Creative Suite I use like a couple different um softwares within that system but yeah I usually start with just it usually starts with I think of something that I wish I had or somebody comments something that they wish they had or, you know, I'm just thinking about what would really benefit me in my, you know, day-to-day life, what would help me feel more organized. And I usually, you know, will brain dump, do a little sketch Mm -hmm. in Procreate of just like ideas, random things that come to my head. And then I'll kind of start going through the design process and coming up with a draft, testing it, editing it, draft again, test, edit, you know, going through that whole process, kind of, you know, fine tuning it until I feel like I have something that I really like the design of aesthetically, but then it also is functional at the same time. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's definitely, you know, a lot more time consuming to, I think, go through that process, but I do think it's worth it. I think a lot of people, you know, you can go on Canva and like get a template and like edit it a little bit, but I like to do everything from scratch and, you know, just make sure that it's, you know, original and um, something that I would truly use. And, you know, so while that does take more time, I think it's worth it. Um, And I really enjoy the the whole process too. So it's been really fun to learn. I still have a lot to learn, but it's been fun. Yeah, I love that. Um, So I guess kind of in that same vein, if anybody listening hasn't looked at your website or socials yet, it's not just like, you don't just sell like a yearly planner every year. You have a lot of different like kinds of planners like you have your weekly dashboard you have like I know you have a social media planner like there's a lot of different ones so what kind of planning structure do you use and like which of your planners are kind of a part of your um like weekly monthly planning routine yeah well I definitely always use the yearly planner at least for planning out my yearly goals and you know my months and things like that but as far as like day-to-day things it kind of changes based on how I'm feeling kind of like how I said at the beginning how I'll, I'll switch up my planner every once in a while just so I feel a little bit more inspired um, but I think you know my main my main planner I use is the a yearly planner um, and then mm-hmm. I love the weekly dashboard that I, I came out with um, in March and I just like that layout a lot of, of the pages mm-hmm. and I just find that 
specific layout is really helpful because it incorporates, you know, self-care and intentions and work-life balance, which is really important to me. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like I'm kind of changing it up sometimes, like my mental capacity. I'm like, I don't even want to do any of that. I just need a to-do list. And like, that's all I can do right now. Uh, So it kind of changes all the time, but I definitely fluctuate between just like a basic to-do list and then the yearly planner. And then of course, whatever planner I came out with at the time, I'm obviously using to kind of Mm -hmm. show off and show people how to use it. So it's kind of always, it's kind of weird for me because I'm trying to promote all of the planners. So I'm kind of like eight different planners and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like in and out of everything all the time. Um, But yeah, so it's kind of all over the place for me. I'm not the best example because I'm the one trying to promote (laughs) everything, but you know, I'm still fine tuning the perfect planning system, I think, but it changes all the time. Yeah, no, and I feel like something with planning is, like, uh, I don't know, for me at least, like, I get one planner and I'm like, okay, this is, like, it for the year, and I think, like, something that has been helpful for me is having, like, just random, like I said, like, I'm I'm more of a physical person, but, like, having, like, a notepad to just jot stuff down, because I get so, like, no, my planner has to be perfect, and then I, like, don't write in it, which is so stupid and counterintuitive, but having, like, just side notebooks help me, helps me a lot, um, but so what does, like, a productive day look for you? Yeah, I feel like it's changed a lot over the years. I feel like, you know, me from a, a year ago would say, like, all of these, getting all this work done, but now I'm, I'm super focused on, just creating balance in my life um, Mm -hmm. and just, you know, trying to make sure that I'm enjoying the little things in life, taking care of myself, also like getting things done. So for me, the perfect productive day is like getting my main top priorities that I want to get done that day for work. So that way, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, I have time to work out, you know, cook, watch a show, you know, maybe draw or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I'm learning more and more now that if I do self-care, you know, make that the priority, I end up doing my work tasks a lot better. Um, So I'm kind of starting to switch to more, you know, trying to front load the day with, you know, work out, self-care, meditate, those things, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, get my productive, you know, work tasks done throughout the day. But yeah, I think for me, it's just finding that sweet spot of like, not work and play, but like work and self-care. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it's just really important, so. Yeah, I agree. Um, So I guess, obviously, we've talked about your marketing, your planners, like, uh, as the owner of the business, but you're also kind of marketing the idea of, like, being productive as well as, like, intentional rest. But I think I, from what I've seen, and I've heard people talk about this on podcasts before, and I've talked about this with my friends, I think it can be really easy to slip into, like, the toxic, like, productivity kind of cycle so how do you I guess in your content as well as your planners like build things in to make sure that you're not like you because you really don't promote that at all like I would say you promote the opposite of that so like kind of what are the purposeful things that you do to to have that intentional time I feel like I feel like I know myself very well I know that I can easily go into the toxic productivity thing just Mm -hmm. in my own brain because I've like have these goals that I want to achieve. So like I can definitely get into that headspace very easily. So I try to actively not let myself get there by just reminding myself to slow down. And that's like why I love having 
the intention of the day on the planner, having my workout and self-care mm-hmm. of the day. Cause I'm someone, if I write it down, I really want to check it off. So if mm-hmm. I write down things like, like slow down, unplug for an hour, read, you know, I will do that and it will, you know, trick my brain into feeling like it's productive. I productive. mean, it is, mm-hmm. I mean, right. I think we are, you know, this, our generation is kind of like redefining what productive really is and like mm-hmm. not trying right. to promote the whole hustle culture. Cause it's like, you can get to where you want to be really fast, but it's not going to be worth it if you're just miserable right. at what cost? and yeah, at what cost. Um, and so I would rather take my time and get there a little bit slower, but really truly enjoy the whole process. Um, so I think for me, it's, it's really about, intentional being intentional about my day and writing it in and like checking in with myself at the beginning of the day and being like mm-hmm. you know because sometimes I think you also have to get honest with yourself it's like am I you know trying to be too productive or mm-hmm. am I just trying to like push myself because like sometimes you just want to push yourself a little bit and that's fine too so I think you know just checking in with yourself knowing how you're feeling that day mm-hmm. um and, you know, if you want to go ham and you're feeling super inspired, do that. But if you want to rest, you know, honor that too. Yeah. Definitely. So do you think like, because like you're selling like the idea of productivity for other people, but the way in which you do that is like demonstrating your own productivity. So do you ever feel like pressured to like, I don't know, I I started getting into like vlogs and I noticed myself in both a positive and negative way like I would go to the gym Mm -hmm. more often on the days that I was filming because I wanted to have it in my vlog but then that like I guess that's positive but also like I feel like it can get fabricated a little yeah Yeah, like what do you kind of feel about that oh yeah I feel that a lot it's it's such a weird thing as a content creator like yeah. it is mm-hmm. a positive thing because you do feel motivated to do stuff but mm-hmm. I don't know though also like the process at least for me personally the days that I am not posting on social media are actually more productive I find whenever I have to whip my mm-hmm. phone out or camera to document something right. it's actually it's like, like su- it's super disruptive to like the flow of like what yeah. I'm working on so um it's like kind of weird because like documenting myself being productive like doesn't feel as productive on like yeah. rather than days I'm not right. documenting it. So right. it's yeah. kind of a weird balance. That's why I, I kind of try to pick days where I'm going to be documenting things and then I have days where I'm not documenting right. anything because I just need yeah. to like yeah, not do I, that. <laughs> I found that like planning that out because I went a little while where I was like, oh, it, like I'll just like film here and there. And then if I have like good enough content I'll like make it into a vlog that did not work like yeah because then I yeah. just was like I would either forget or I'd like feel pressured to like yeah and then you like do have to, stuff like you like, literally I'll like go back and do something it's not that it's something that I didn't do that day but it's like I forgot to film it so then I literally go back yeah and, and like do like, it again to film it fraud. so I yeah it, yeah and then it's also again it's just like disrupts your entire day um but I'm interested in we you talked a little bit about how you kind of build like lifestyle content into um your like I guess marketing content um but I'm interested in that kind of idea because I think that that's something that's just in like the social media marketing world as like a social media manager um that's something that's like just very effective you you know rather than just being like this is my planner and this is what's in it um so I'm interested to hear kind of like 
the results that you've seen on that as far as like even if you don't mention your planner in the video but you're just using it kind of like how the response is to that and kind of how you've seen that like work for your like marketing strategy yeah i think it was kind of an intentional decision whenever i was creating flourish planner because i did notice that not a lot of other planner brands had like a personal personal brand or like lifestyle Mm -hmm. attached to it um which i felt like was a kind of a good opportunity for me to try out that idea and see if that would work um because i had previously done like health and wellness blogs and um Mm. you know social media and stuff in the past so like i was already kind of on that you know social media sharing kind of trajectory so um i feel like it's opened me up to a lot of different types of content and i don't feel like pigeonholed into just showing the planner in every single video i get to kind of Mm -hmm. have more variety and get to be a little bit more creative which i really like and you know i just try to post what's authentic to me um Mm -hmm. and what i genuinely like what i use my planner to help me do um and then i feel like that hopefully helps other people see how a plan they could benefit from you know writing out a few things in their planner and um hopefully Mm -hmm. they can kind of like see you know how it helps yeah definitely yeah, I feel like with the um, whole, like, that girl kind of, I hate that term, but, like, that girl, like... Can we find a new term? Saying, yeah, like, figure out... You know what's worse new. is the the clean girl that started happening? I'm oh. like, uh-oh. Because everybody else is good, dirty. <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh, guys. Let's just use I this know. word. <laughs> it's it's so hard. It's so hard. And then you, I feel like I have to use these terms to exactly, get trending. That's your, yeah, that's your thing, too. No, like you, yeah, exactly. You, that's that's pretty much what I was going to ask is, like, I don't know. I think of it more as, like, aspirational content. But, like, mm-hmm. how do you, like, what kind of response have you seen? Like, have you seen any, not that I want to, like, bring up negativity, but <laughs> what kind of, like, response have you seen from, like, fitting into that, like, that girl aesthetic or niche yeah I think I mean TikTok is definitely I mean I think we all know negativity appears there most out of the only place I was thinking about (laughs) yeah but I think it's you know it's hard because it's like it's like a 15 second clip of the Mm -hmm. absolute highlights of my day that I make look pretty specifically Mm -hmm. for the shot whereas I feel like on YouTube and like my monthly planning videos, I get to talk more about what's actually going on. And I like to touch Mm -hmm. on like, you know, the fact that I take breaks from social media because I can't deal with like the comparison and all that stuff. And like, I, you know, my life is like chaotic a lot of the time and I don't have anything figured out and most people don't. And, you know, so I kind of like to show that more raw side on my YouTube videos because I just, I have more time to like talk to the camera and say, Hey, mm-hmm. right. like, I know it can be hard to sometimes see these videos and you feel like you have to be that person, you know, mm-hmm. in order to be successful or be healthy or be happy. Um, but it's really not true. And I've even learned that through, like I said, shooting the content, like days that I'm shooting that I'm like, I'm not as, in like if I'm shooting a workout, I'm not as focused on the workout. Either whereas workout, yeah, right. yeah. Whereas if I'm, I just go work out and I don't tell anybody like I have a great workout, but like nobody, right. you know. So it's like it's a weird 
time on social media because it's also it is aspirational because sometimes I mean I look at other girls too and I'm like wow that like that I I feel so motivated I'm gonna go work out you know I'm gonna you know I'm gonna go make a smoothie I'm gonna go have a nice productive day whatever but you know sometimes I do look at it and I'm like dang I'm a mess and everyone else has their life together so it's a weird it's a weird time and I truly haven't figured out the right balance with like that yet um yeah but I think it's it's just very like a comparison game oh yeah you can't compare like especially I like that you said like on TikTok there's I mean now there's like a three minute version or whatever and now they're talking about 10 minutes whatever but like Mm -mm. it's basically like 15 seconds of your the the best parts the most aesthetic parts like the the product producted like yeah versions of your life so produced produced thank you oh, yeah. productive is not a word i don't believe yeah. I, i'll google that later um <laughs> but yeah like i just think it's it's but it's hard to remember that like it's hard yeah. especially yeah. as someone that's not a social like media person like mm-hmm. just an average person that's like on social media i don't think they like really they look they don't look at that and immediately think of like what goes into that and like what yeah. is behind that um yeah. But, yeah and I also I feel like something interesting that you brought up that I feel as somebody who I feel like this is most common for somebody who's creating like lifestyle-ish content that has to do with their life but like you said when you're creating content no matter what it is it takes you out of the moment and yeah. I feel like the older I get the like less inclined I am to be taken out of any moment because I'm like especially like I feel like after COVID I'm like if I'm doing something fun I don't want to yeah be like just uh, like out of the moment I've I sit on my couch plenty of the like time time, so I don't need to like waste the time that I'm doing fun things um but I guess with you you're kind of marketing this like you know um like intentional lifestyle but then you yourself are struggling with like that kind of um like balance between being intentional about doing things and then also growing your business, making a living from that and all of that kind of stuff. So what are the things that you do kind of as a content creator outside of even planning or whatever, just in general as a content creator to keep yourself like mentally healthy when you're filming so much of your life? Yeah, I, it's, I definitely have to take breaks off of social media. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I'm just, I'm about to take one right now for like a week and just delete everything, um, which like really truly helps like I feel like a new person every time I do that um Mm -hmm. so I highly recommend that to anybody it totally resets you um and you just are way more in the moment and you realize that everything on your phone is not real life like it is it might be someone else's real life um but you just know what your life is and you're just Mm -hmm. you get more confident in that So I try to do that a lot. Um, Like I said, I try to share more, you know, on YouTube about real life. But, you know, I think it's also just tough because we're all trying to figure it out. Everyone's going through something. So it's like, no matter what. um, And, you know, I also try to prep my mind before I go on social media of like, just looking at it with a more positive lens because it's so easy to go on there and think oh everyone's life is perfect but you can also mm-hmm. try to switch it and be like all right i'm going to try to be inspired and like have intention when you're scrolling yeah. i know that's like yeah. i don't always do that i do mindlessly scroll you know we all do but mm-hmm. you know sometimes 
and I, and I go through, I, you know, I, I mute people if I'm not, if it's making me feel bad about yeah, myself, I'll, way, yeah. I'll mute, you know, um, no yeah. offense, you know, no, no hate, no offense. It's nothing against yeah. that person, but it's just, and know, it could also like, you could always like, if at some point somebody's content can be making you feel really good. And then another time it can be making you feel like if I was having a super unproductive day, your content, for example, might randomly be like making me feel like, yeah. oh, I really don't have it together. But then the next yeah. day I might be like, this is really motivating me. So I feel like that's a really healthy 100%. way to like, nothing's like set in stone either. Like if mm-hmm. you decide that like social media is not motivating to you today, then get off of it. And if it yeah. is really pumping you up, then get on it, you know? Recently, I was I was talking about this with my therapist, actually, because I very much put like a lot of pressure on myself to be productive at like all times and like if I'm pretty much like if it's if it's within working hours and I'm not being productive like I think I've failed that day basically and my therapist I actually sent Katie a voice memo about this because I was like I think you do this too um but my therapist was like I think that you put a lot of like your self-worth and like your personal value in your productivity and like your person and like that's not healthy and like it's okay to just like be a person and like that's all that you really need to do and I was like oh yeah I don't do that I definitely like only care about what I've done today which is like so negative um so yeah I've been adding a lot of the kind of stuff that you were talking about the like um even just adding like because I would only focus on school and work so now I've added like go to the grocery store check that off like do my laundry check that off like little things that are like that's just something that you have to do as a person but like it Mm -hmm. still means you're being productive because you're just doing what you need to do so yeah I I think that's like I I do that too and like you know, I also try to focus on, you know, I think a lot of people get obsessed with numbers and I know occasionally mm-hmm. I fall into that trap too, but I try to remind myself, you know, I mean, no matter what age you're at, like you have time to, you know, figure things out. You can take time, you can take a day, you can take a week or a yeah. month and you, you'll still be fine. Like you're right. going to be fine. And I try to also remind myself, like, it's the most cliche thing ever, but like it truly helps of like, knowing your why or i know that's like the most overused thing but you know at the end of the day it's like i am trying to get better as a creator and hone my skills in all these different areas i truly love being creative and i love design and i love video editing and like these are things i'm passionate about and i want to get better at over the years so as long as i'm Mm -hmm. you know doing little things even if it's not every day as long as i'm like i have that like mission for myself of like even if you know this tiktok i made or youtube video didn't perform at you know what other people's content is it's like i'm working on my own skills and i'm just it's doing what i enjoy and like that for me is everything you know i just want to wake up every day and like do my little creative projects and have fun with it and not put so much pressure um on like the outcome of everything because it just takes the fun out of everything and yeah, that's a really smart way to think about things. And I struggle with that as well. Like, I think anybody who puts anything online does, especially when it is has to do with your business and then in turn kind of equals money. You know, yeah. not always exactly, but it kind of does. Um, and 
I have had to remind myself that like in a regular job, you don't sit there and if like, like you don't know how much money your efforts are making your company, but you're not sitting there being like, oh no, I didn't make, you know, whatever today. Like that's just not really how the world works. And social media has given us this weird perception of like success and like self-worth, I think. Um, So I feel like that's a very good way to think about things. But I guess that seems like a good place to end on to go into the random questions. That, that felt inspiring. I hope everybody's <laughs> feeling really inspired. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and get into random questions. So the first one for today is what is your favorite activity or what do you like to do on a non-productive day? So Christine, you can start. Okay. I feel like my favorite non-productive day thing, and again, I mean, I'm just going to show my true big colors here, but I just like to go to target and like yeah. just walk yeah. around and like get yes. buy things I don't need. <laughs> yes. Yes, um, I love that. I love that. I love to do that and I love I mean I love baths. I could just mm. do that every day. Love to do that. Um and I would say just like be a couch potato and mm-hmm. watch like binge like the best is like when you find a show that you love and you can just binge watch yeah, it like yeah. that mm-hmm. feeling of like when you just can escape into another yes. world like if you can find that just like you know hold on to that and just <laughs> yeah I just found a new show yesterday and I was like I started the first episode or maybe I found it two days ago I started the first episode and I was like this will be one that I will be done with in probably the next three days and I'm yeah. probably gonna finish it today but um yeah okay Alexis you wanna go yeah um same thing I definitely binging a show I got um I'm still sick but I got pretty sick a couple weeks ago and I ended up watching like the whole second season of Bridgerton in like literally a day um Mm -hmm. and I had already seen it but um yeah that was perfect but then I also have recently gotten back into my pretty debilitating um candy crush addiction i know that that is so you sound like my mom yeah literally i think i'm on level like 2000 or something like that like my mom's on level like like 5000 something i'm like that is rancid that is is literally rancid behavior no literally and like i austin (laughs) because i used to be like so addicted to it and i had to like literally stop and then one day i just started again and then um he like I was like trying to hide it from him and then he found me like this is my fiance um he like found me playing candy crush and he's like are you kidding me oh my god <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, it could be worse for him you could have a worse addiction than candy crush um okay you should be grateful yeah he really should he's so annoying Austin if you're listening you really need to treat Alexis better just kidding um <laughs> My favorite, my all-time favorite thing to do that is just not productive in a single way other than for my mental health, which is productive, but, you know, um, is driving around and listening to music. Mm-hmm. Um, I will drive for, like, around my town for, like, an, an hour and a half just, like, listening to music. Um, I just really love music, and it's just not the same to listen to it when you're... Sitting on your couch. Yeah, because, like, you're not just going to sit and listen to music. I mean, sometimes <laughs> I do, but usually only if I've, like, been drinking. Um, <laughs> like, I'll sit and just, like, listen to the words. But when you're driving, you can't, like, be doing Anything, other yeah. things. That's, like, the only time I can force myself to, like, actually, like, focus on what I'm doing Yeah, um, is when I'm driving because otherwise it's dangerous. But I love doing that. And then any kind of shopping. I will just, like, go shop around at stores with no mm-hmm. purpose of buying anything. Super bad for my bank account, but a very fun activity. Um mm-hmm. Okay, so the last question is, what is your favorite 
planning slash organizational item. And Christine, you can start. You can say one of your planners or you can say something that we haven't talked about because we kind of asked you earlier which planners of yours you use. Yeah, I mean, of, co- of course, I'm going to, you know, I'll plug, you know, the planners, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Flourish Planner, you know, it's a great, um, a great tool. But I mean, other than that, like I'm starting to, you know, I also use a Google calendar and I have mm-hmm. it color coded with pastel colors. And like, I yep. have to have something that can, you know, be updated in the ether and connect other people's emails right. yeah, to it. That isn't, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, you know, good notes in the PDF planner, you know, it's not that interactive. So I have to have something right. like that. So that's my other, my other favorite tool that I like to use. I love that. Alexis, really? I'm sure everybody listening like knows what you're going to say, but maybe you have another answer. Well, I was going to say my my pastel highlighters. Oh, well, there you I, go. Yeah, <laughs> I love my highlighters. I I do like color blocking on my planner. So like I have like an hour, like it's like columns of like hours. And then like I kind of like I, I'll color in like what I want to do, but then like highlight it after I've actually done it mm-hmm. um because I just have such a like weird schedule that I can pretty much for the most part like do whenever whatever yeah um, which gets very hard to like track like for my social media job like tracking my hours so I do that mm-hmm. with the highlighters but I have S- always sucked. loved highlighters and getting the pastel ones was like game changer because I had those like horrible harsh ones that like uh, not the vibes <laughs> But the pastel ones yeah. are perfect. Today I was actually at Walgreens and they were selling pastel highlighters. I was like, the world's catching on. Everyone knows <laughs> that they need the pastel highlighters. Um, mm-hmm. But I love it. My, I think I've talked about this on the podcast like two weeks in a row. Um, I have just fully become like a Notion girl. I <laughs> love Notion. As like somebody who I work with like multiple different people Mm-hmm. Um, in like multiple different ways. So like clients and then Alexis for the podcast and then like school projects and things like that. Um, the capabilities of Notion to do like collaboration as well as like the just like the way you can like bury things inside of pages. It just works really well for me. Um, I still have to use Google Calendar and stuff to like actually like remind myself when things are going to happen so I don't forget. Um, but I love Notion and I think it's amazing. And you can like link like Google Docs and Google Sheets and all this kind of stuff to it. It's just so good. Like I want to kiss whoever made Notion on the lips. <laughs> I love them. I would love it. It's so good. Um, okay, Christine, why don't you go ahead and plug yourself and let everybody know where they can find you, buy your planners, follow you on social to scale your amazing content. Sure. Um, everything you need is at theflourishplanner.com. I'm Flourish Planner on all social media, pretty much. And yeah, thank you guys so much for having me. This was so fun. Of course. Thank you of for coming course. on. Thank you for coming on. All right. Well, thank you to all of you guys for listening. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on wherever you listen to your podcasts and subscribe to keep up with our weekly episodes. And then follow us on TikTok at Check Your Aesthetic and over on Instagram at Check Your Aesthetic Podcast. And our personal accounts, Katie Creative Co., Alexis Adams Aldrich. And is it The Flourish Planner or Flourish Planner? Flourish Planner. Flourish Planner. And we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.